the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. It is good to be back with you after four days away. I apologize for my absence last week. I have a weird outgrowth of colds. When I get a cold, I clear my throat a lot, and that tends to aggravate my vocal cords. So then when I talk, I cough, and that's not a good not a good thing to have if you're a talk show host, but I think it's manageable at this point in time, and I'm glad to be back with you. I missed a lot last week. I missed you guys. I missed interacting with you. It's kind of depressing sitting and watching the news and not having an outlet to speak about it. And I do enjoy this format, and I hope you enjoy it. So I heard from some of you last week that you missed me, and that's always nice to hear. I appreciate that. So we'll plow through what we missed and what's ahead uh, here in a week where I guess we're going to start our week with snow. And hopefully this afternoon's commute will be a safe one. Of course, we missed the big Joe Biden press conference last week. We will react to some of that today. Uh, Because I think that the perspective of a few days uh, allows us to highlight some things that maybe weren't leaping to the forefront of the analysis in the immediate aftermath of that press conference. Understandable, because you would hope that when you hold a press conference, and Joe Biden doesn't hold very many of them, you would hope that you could... Do it without causing an international incident or without causing a domestic incident. Uh, He managed to cause both in what he thought was a good idea, standing up there for two hours. Instead, he made an already tense situation in the Ukraine worse by essentially saying, "Eh, you know, if it's a minor invasion, eh. How I don't, I don't know how we'll react. Of course, there is no such thing as a minor invasion. It's a little bit like being a teensy bit pregnant. You either are invaded or you're not. You're either pregnant or you're not. So they had to dig out from that one. As Brett Bear said, clean up on aisle four. And then I seem to remember, I don't think I'm that old, that I have to go back too far in the memory bank to remember a president who was criticized from pillar to post by all the mainstream media pundits for casting doubt on the veracity of a United States election. Uh, At least Donald Trump waited until the election was actually over, until he had some evidence to impugn. Uh, Joe Biden called into question the veracity of the 2022 midterm elections, which are still 10 months away. But of course, we can make them legitimate by allowing them to be conducted in the exact way that Joe Biden and the Democrats favor. We'll get to all of that. I think the most important local story to me 
and one which I would like to have your input on, is this uh, grand announcement that Intel has picked Columbus for what may turn out to be the world's largest microchip factory. Uh, Semiconductors, to be more precise. Okay, so we need to make semiconductors in the United States. Anything that is essential to our life, and I couldn't be talking to you now without semiconductors functioning as they're supposed to function. You couldn't be driving your car. You couldn't be using your iPhone or your Android. You pretty much couldn't be doing anything without a semiconductor. Our economy has ground to uh, not necessarily a halt, but certainly is halting because we can't get the number of semiconductors we want. The reason we can't get them is because most of them are made in China and because there are all kinds of issues with that supply chain and otherwise. And depending upon a foreign power that uh, Joe Biden wouldn't say they're an adversary, but since they unleashed a virus that has killed 2 million Americans, I would consider them an adversary. And I think if your brain is working, you would too. So, is it a great thing as it is being portrayed? And I understand why it's being portrayed that way by John Husted, Mike DeWine, and all the politicos who helped bring this massive project to Ohio. 7,000 construction jobs, eventually thousands of jobs paying an average of $130,000 a year. Everybody's eyes open wide when you hear that number because, wow, who wouldn't like to make $130,000 a year? I think most people are probably under that number, at least if you're uh, an everyday working stiff, nine-to-five factory worker, you're like, whoa, could I upgrade? Could I double my income? Could I possibly learn how to make semiconductors? Would Intel train me? I'm not really concerned as much with the fact that Intel Intel is coming as I am with the fact that because Intel is coming, will... Central Ohio continue to be what Central Ohio has been? Or will Central Ohio become what Silicon Valley is? Because they are calling this the Silicon Valley of the heartland. Okay, I don't think they say that, meaning that we will become politically, ideologically, What Silicon Valley has become, because if they said that, I don't think people would be too happy about it. I wouldn't be too happy about it. And I'm curious to know, will you be happy about it? The question, I guess, for me is, can you form an alliance, bend over backward to cooperate with, assist in the building of, essentially, an entirely new city, a tech-savvy city, can you... Join hands with people who do not have Midwestern values and preserve your Midwestern values? Or do you become what you partner with? Do you have to? Because, well, we want the jobs. We want that $130,000 average salary. We have to build homes. We'll have to build schools. Do you think the Intel people are coming and they're just going to let the natives decide the curriculum in the schools? I don't think that's a realistic view of things. If you're a homeowner out there in Jersey Township and 
Intel comes and all of a sudden home values in that area skyrocket, new homes go up. When that happens, property taxes go up. If you own a lot of land out there, are you sure you're going to be able to keep your land? If you own a lot of land out there, my guess is you like living out there because somebody's not living right next to your back door. Are you sure that's going to continue to be the case? There's a very interesting set of accompanying situations. I didn't call them issues. I just said they're situations that could occur now that Intel has bestowed its favor on Central Ohio by coming here. Now, we have a pretty good barometer for how this could go, but I don't think Honda, which came to the Marysville area in the 70s and 80s, I don't think that is quite as vast an investment as Intel is going to make. And I think that Honda brought largely manufacturing jobs. Sure, some engineering jobs and some high-paying jobs, but I went to high school with a lot of people who have made a career working at Honda. They're more everyday working stiffs than they are tech executives. But there's no doubt if you were a citizen of Marysville before Honda arrived in central Ohio, Marysville is dramatically different now than it was before. Is it better? To some, probably, yeah. To others, maybe not. But I'd be curious if you are a citizen of Licking County, if you are out there in Jersey Township, if you are in the 1,000-plus acres that Intel has designs on to build this tech city. I'm curious to know if you're thrilled about it, nervous about it, not happy about it. 844-TALK-989 is our number, 844-TALK-989. You can email the show, Bruce at 989theanswer.com. We will talk with Josh Pick at 1230 today. Bad week for the markets and a bad week for law enforcement, not just locally, but nationally. The danger of being a law enforcement officer um, is clear and becomes clearer every single day. That and a debate about the transgender movement and a well-known dispatch partisan weighs in on that and never wastes an opportunity to denigrate Republican Senate candidates over it. All ahead on a Monday edition of The Bruce Hooley Show. Bruce Hooley Show on The Answer. I'm not anti-progress. I am anti-progressive. Because I don't think progressives necessarily are about progress. I think they are more regressive than progressive, or they are certainly regressing from the truth. So when the whole Intel development out in Jersey Township in Licking County comes up, I'm like, okay, but what about quality of life? Well, the easy quality of life questions are answered by, oh, look, jobs, jobs, 7,000 construction jobs, 3,000 jobs at Intel. And then, of course, you'll have all the retail, because heaven knows we need more retail. We need more strip shopping centers, and maybe another big mall out there like Polaris or Tuttle Crossing or City Center, right? I have no doubt that the area will boom. I mean, look at New Albany. I remember when New Albany was just a sleepy little village. Now, thanks to Les Wexner, New Albany is much different. Now it's going to become 
much different than the much different it has become because of Intel coming to Central Ohio. And I get it. It's a great victory lap for Mike DeWine, John Houston today. Somebody's going to get the jobs. We might as well get them. But is progress always good? I think people who live in a rural area, and I am one who lives in a rural area, and I like it. There's, quote-unquote, progress making inroads into the area where I live. It's a lot harder to get into town now from beyond Dublin than it used to be. Uh, I'm thrilled that this thing is going in Licking County, way far away from me. I would not want it out where I am, but maybe you're happy about it. Uh, I would like to know your thoughts on the whole Intel Tech City remake, rebuild, reshaping, reimagining of what is now a pretty nice place to live. You've got access to the airport easily. You've got access to New Albany. If you want the retail, you can get in there. But this is going to be a mammoth, mammoth change in the next eight years because they're going to start building it this summer and they're going to start producing chips, they say, in 2025. I think Ohio State right now is turning cartwheels over this because there's one thing that I know Christina Johnson and the people at Ohio State love to do. It is get more people from Silicon Valley into central Ohio. When they come, they not only bring their employment opportunities, they not only bring the other jobs that come with it, there'll be more businesses and those will create jobs and all that, but they also bring their values, their ideas. You see in... Take, for instance, Arizona, which has always been a red state until this past presidential election when all of a sudden Arizona became a purple state. Why is that? Is it because the people who have lived in Arizona for 20, 30, 40, 50 years have changed their political ideology? Nope, it is not. I'm pretty familiar with Arizona because my in-laws live there and I spend a lot of time in Arizona. And when I first married my wife two decades ago, (laughs) the thought of Arizona ever voting for a Democratic president was a non-starter. So why did Arizona turn purple? Why does Arizona have two Democratic senators? Hmm. Let me correct myself. I'm not sure they have two. I know they have one because Kristen Cinema is certainly in the crosshairs. I can't remember if Mark Kelly's a senator or if Mark Kelly's a congressman. I think Mark Kelly's a senator. No, he is a senator. They have two. The reason why is because all the people in California who got sick of California, the high taxes, the crime, a lot of them moved to Arizona. Now, you would think if you flee policies that drive you away from your home state and California, as the author Joseph Wambaugh once referred to, it's the most beautiful state and the most beautiful uh, country in the world, golden state. But now California is a sewer. Even the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, looks at all the boxes strewn about the railway in L.A. and says, what's going on here? Well, you're going on there. You and George Gascon, your woke prosecutor, letting people out without bail, $100 bail, whatever. 
keep the criminals in jail. I know, revolutionary thought. Those people moved to Arizona. Now, congratulations, Jersey Township, Licking County. A lot of those people are coming here. Because Intel's not going to hire local people to run that operation. No, they are not. They are going to bring people here. They are going to bring their kind of people here. People who believe what they believe. So if you are a person and you send your kid to New Albany schools, you probably have been paying attention because this has been a period of time where parental oversight of schools has become a thing. And maybe you have enough people who think like you do, believe like you do, native Ohioans, people who've lived in central Ohio a while, share your values. Now you've got a whole bunch of people moving in here who may challenge what you believe and may not like or may not allow you to make those decisions that you've always had autonomy over before. So I just think the whole like cheerleading, this is great, there's no downside to this, Hmm. I don't share it because I remember, for instance, let's look at the city of Columbus. Has the city of Columbus changed over the years? If you, like me, came here in the late 1980s, you remember a time where it was unthinkable that Columbus would have a Democratic mayor. We had Greg Lashutka, we had Buck Reinhardt. It was a city run by people like John McCoy and the Wolfs and John McConnell. They used to refer to them as the Titans. Well, now the Titans are have died off. And now our city is run by wokesters. And now we've set a new murder record each of the last two years. We had our seventh homicide of 2022 on Saturday night. Andrew Ginther talks a good game about crime, but now even the community activists who were thrilled in October when he talked about his new anti-crime initiative are wondering, um, are we ever going to see any results from that? The bigger is not always better. Progress is not always something that advances you forward. There is often a downside to every purported upside. And so I just viewed this whole intel thing through a different prism than a lot of people did because life is going to change dramatically out beyond the airport. Oh, it's going to... There's people are going to get rich. There are going to be jobs. But quality of life? Is that enhanced? Hmm. It's up for the individual to decide. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.